Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And in probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get-out-of-the-casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Ned's profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Ned's profile is great, mate. Um you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a couple that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value, but uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Neds. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Let's do this. The final countdown. Last episode for season three, mate. Wow, we. Yeah, it's been a big season. It has. Mate, it's been a big year. If I, well, I did some looking on on the fly here. So we did for our other podcast. So if you like what we're putting down, we have another podcast, which is on a bit of a hiatus at the moment, but it will be back. Top five potty. So we did 20 episodes there. Yep. And then if I just do a quick scroll here, da, 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 um, we have done, this will be our 56th, no, 46th episode. Yeah, right. Of on the drift this year. So, by my calculations, <laughs> that's 66 episodes in total. Yeah, gee whiz. That's more than one episode a week, mate. Gee whiz. I'm dreading getting to episode 666. Oh. Because that's just bad juju written all over it. I reckon all of our horses will run last that episode. <laughs> Duh. Well, you, you know who does those episodes quite well? is Uncle Joe Rogan, naturally. Basically, yeah. whenever there's a 666 in his episodes, because he's up to like episode 1700 or something, <laughs> he gets it. Do you know Duncan Trussell? No, I do not. Okay, so he's a bit of a... Do you, have you have you watched um, uh, The Midnight Gospel on Netflix? No, It's I've like not. a super like uh, trippy psychedelic animation. And it's basically Duncan Trussell's like the main guy in it. Okay. And basically he gets people on that interview, but he interviews them as if they're these characters in this animation. So sometimes they'll call him Duncan, but that's not his actual name in the thing. So (laughs) So so just stuff up. But then they just like leave it in there. Oh, really? That's funny. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, But yeah, anyway. So yeah, he gets... Rogan gets him on for all of his 666 episodes. Yeah. Because Duncan's like a deep thinker and he's a funny dude. Mm. One of the funniest voices I've ever heard. So we could do something like that. We probably get like Brad Weston on or something. Yeah. 100% do that. Who's animating this? (laughs) (laughs) I'm not. No. (laughs) No. Um, 
But yeah, season three, mate, I think it, it would probably make sense for us to thank the dear listeners for their time. Got to thank the drifters. Um, yeah, I think, you know, it's been our biggest season yet. Um, Easily. It's been our – probably the first season really where we've truly interacted with our enormous fan base. Um, <laughs> up until this point, it was it was a one-way street, really. Absolutely. Um, um, parasocial relationships – Yes. Is, is what you call it. Yes. You don't really know us. No. But you are listening. It's like just like we don't really know Uncle Joe, but we feel like we do. He doesn't owe us anything. No. No, he doesn't. Um, <laughs> but it's been it's been good getting the drifters involved. Thanks so much, guys. Um, yeah, all your follows, likes, comments, bants, messages, um, drifters of the week. Yep. Really appreciate it. All of you. Thank you so much. Um if you do want to help us, uh, like get into the algorithm a bit more, uh, hopefully next year we'll get a bit more of those Spotify rap spots. You know what I mean? Um, now I mean. It would help massively if you could, you know, share this with someone if, uh, you know, you think likes a punt and they might enjoy our banter and our lack of knowledge about horse racing. Um, also, if you listen on Apple – Leaving a review, five star, um, five star rating, all that sort of stuff helps us get into the different algorithms that all these big companies have that we frankly don't understand. No, got absolutely no clue. No, but I reckon that's enough of an intro to this episode because yeah. you know I want to keep this to a tight thirty. Um, so this week, yeah. Of course, we're going to give some love to the good people at Labrooks. Of course. No no article this week, but we may as well do the segment regardless. Yep. So, <laughs> what's only a mere six days away? Well, hopefully six days away, mate, but um, in the rain. bloody... Yeah. Bit of rain around. She's a... Yeah, she's... I think I looked outside yesterday and there was cats and dogs falling from the sky. That sandwich has been pissing down. Um, yeah, look, the Ashes is starting next Wednesday. Love that. Um, absolutely love it. There's been a lot of lead-up chatter. Um, <laughs> Dirty Tim. Yeah. <laughs> Cheeky Tim. <laughs> Put it away, Tim. <laughs> Put it away. No run. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the Ashes is next week. Um, we thought we'd... Take a bit of a stab at some headlines we expect to see yeah. uh, in the ashes. Look, I didn't take this too seriously. No. Uh, but, you know, would be interested to see what you've sure to think. I have three. How many do you have? I have DOS. So that works out well. All right. Uh, Richardson makes most of opportunity. Yeah, he's good. Jai Richardson. He's yeah. quite good. He's good. So I might get a bit Exodus and Oes here. So, you know. Might put on my selectors cap every now and then again in my oh, house. We're, we're Aussie cricket fans, and every Australian cricket fan has every right to, yes. you know, support or, or pot their players. Yeah. You know, and I'm coming from a position of not knowing anything about what I'm talking about. <laughs> Played a bit of cricket in my day, sure, but nowhere near the level of these blokes. So they're far better cricketers, and don't want any of them to go poorly in saying that. <laughs> Jai Richardson has been bowling the house down for WA. Deserves his spot, but he won't get it. No. So, did you, 
Do you remember the stats that I told you about or you might have seen about the Australian summer last year about Mitchell Stark? Um, if you remind me, I'm sure I would have basically, seen them or heard them. Basically, they backed up what everyone was thinking that Mitchell Stark cannot, as well as he used to, uh, bowl as well throughout a test, uh, test series. So basically, his strike rates and his averages are best in game one, which is, mm-hmm. you know, pick him for the first test, absolutely. Get him hooping that thing around on the heavy tang Gabba deck. <laughs> um, but basically, by the fifth test, his figures don't go right down the shitter. Yeah. So. I do remember you saying that, yeah. Why not have the endurance as, like, say, Captain Pat? Or Captain Pat he could run a marathon, then bowl 30 overs. Gotcha. For his nation, no less. Yeah, for his nation. With the C next to his name. Oh, um, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the C next to his name. Yeah. So I reckon they'll play stuff with the first two, mm. give him a rest, and then bring Jai in. Yeah. I think I think they have to because whilst our three paces aren't super old, Starkey would be, what, 31-ish, 32-ish? 30, yeah, 30-ish. Josh Hazel would be similar. So – Obviously, we don't want to pot the blokes for getting a bit on because they're not old. But 31. Yeah, so look, they're not around forever. We need to start blooding some of our young guys. I know, obviously, George since played, but the more, the better for him. Um, and, yeah, look, I I personally think um, Stark needs to have a very big uh, first and second test match. Oh, I think it's pretty consistent. Mm. We, we, we wouldn't be the only two blokes thinking that. Yeah. Um. Shane reckons he shouldn't even be in the squad. I love Shane. <laughs> Can I just say that? I love Shane Warren so much. Just, so, be, just because what, what I always respect in someone is straight shooting. Yeah. I don't have to agree with you. No. But don't, just share your opinion, though. Be a straight shooter. Gotcha. And I love that about Shane. Yeah, he holds no punches and, to be fair, he can dish him out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To be fair, he is the, the greatest leg spinner of all time. So, yeah. <laughs> so play on, play on, Shane. Okay, um, my my first one is um, Nathan Lyon ruled out of Sydney <laughs> Test match due to terrible sunburn on cranium. Mitchell swept into debut. Unfortunately, Gary's forgot to put sunscreen on his noggin, and he's bowling a lot of overs in the Melbourne Test match, <laughs> and he's been ruled out of the Sydney Test match. Therefore, Mitchell Swepson has made his debut. My God, that works out perfectly yeah. for us. Because I don't wish anything ill no. upon Gary whatsoever. No. Um, obviously, but, we want our friend Mitchell to but, debut for Australia. And if Gary's ruled out due to sunburn, I feel like that's the least harmful thing to be ruled out for. God, yeah. <laughs> so, God, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Head-related issues, that's probably the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one you want to go down for. Yeah, 100%. Nah, no, uh, sorry to hear that, Gary, but, um, you know, that's how the bales have fallen. Um, I've gone very serious with mine. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Bit of yin-yang here, you know. Uh, Warner woes continue. You reckon? Do you remember that 2009 series? You got like 20, what do you get, average, like five for the entire series? Oh, against England in England? Yeah. Yeah, terrible. Shuey Broad just had his number. Well, around the wicket, swinging to Kookaburra. Bang. I guess the only thing would be is that Big Joffre isn't 
over here. I would love to have seen I would him have, on. I would have Australian loved to have Coast. had uh, Big Joffra, but, but it is what it is. But yeah, Jimmy Anderson. I think he recently just has been swinging it round sideways over in England again. Yep. And Stuart Broad, he, he usually plays pretty well over here. Mm. Um, when there's a bit in these decks, which I think there will be with all this juice going around. I think, yeah, we'll see. I, I want to see, I wanna see um, some domination, you know, from Australia, just because I work with a lot of English guys. <laughs> and, like, just the amount of bands coming from them leading into this series, just like, guys, guys, guys. Please, your record here is atrocious. Well, if you think back to the last three series, what they've had, uh, two series even, they've had one draw and nine losses. Yeah, smell you later. Oof. (laughs) Oof, that hurts. Something stinks. That hurts. Say, say, all right, let's play devil's advocate here. David Warner gets four ducks in a row and his spot is potentially... Up for grabs. Mm. Who do you reckon comes in? Question without notice. Well, I think that they, depending on who gets picked in the Brizzy test uh, between Uzi and Travis Head, mm. let's say Uzi gets picked um, at number five, he'll open with Marcus Harris and then Travis Head will come in at five. I think that's how they do it. Interesting. That's Yeah, that's very well thought out. Yeah. Maybe George Bailey. If you need a guy to just consult, I'm only one call away. Uh, that's fair. What about Matty Renshaw? Absolutely dominated in white ball cricket yeah, on the weekend. Saw some of the shots, mate. Just like, mate, he went Matty Hayden esque. He went from 100 to 150 in like 10 nuts or something. Oh, I'd love to see it. It was crazy. You'd love to see it. Uh, but yeah, he could potentially be one. I think the only thing that um, will prevent Australia from winning 5 0 is uh, Mother Nature. Hence why my uh, headline is every POM in Australia caught doing the rain dance on day five of each test match. (laughs) (laughs) Bring the rain. Come on. Well, my last one's down a similar route. I have Australia win three nothing because I reckon a couple of tests might get rain. I think that is a high potential. El Nina has rolled in. Hasn't it? Yeah, it's wearing um, a blue cap, not not a green one. No, it's not. And <laughs> I don't think that's going to save you, Nina. <laughs> Gee baby. No. Uh, that's about it, I reckon. Yeah, no, nah, good. Yeah, love it. Uh, should we get Mackenzie on the blower? Yeah, let's get him on, eh? Now, Drifters, <laughs> if you remember what happened last time, this man <laughs> got a 50 to $60 winner and some of you did get on. And... It was sensational stuff. Yonkers. With good Glenn. Yep. Good sneaky, Glenn the sneaky Chris Wallace special. Hello. Mackenzie Jones, how you going? Good yourself? Yeah, good, thanks. Got Hutcho here as well. Welcome. We have high Hutcho expectations Howie. for you yeah, again I'm, here, mate. Probably, probably shouldn't say that because uh, they will not be met. <laughs> yeah, you should have just you should have just rejected the invitation to come on the pod and just said, and just said yeah, look, guys, there's no way I can match a fifty dollar thing winning. I was thinking of doing the uh, George Costanza, like, and then a good night, tell a good joke, and then just leave the room. <laughs> Full George Costanza. Um, so, Kenzie, 
Uh, we've got a group one in Perth. Um, I know you're uh, a Perth specialist. You basically um, uh, know every every single jockey over there. Um, you know every every you know every trainer over there. You know every horse. Um, I'm sure you can name more than just uh, William Pike off the top of your head. But we've we've got a group one. <laughs> Who is William Pike? Billy Pike. Um, we have the Kingston Town Classic Race Eight and Ascot as the Group One, the final Group One for 2021. There's a shorty in there. Do you like it? Yeah, uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I um, try my hardest not to pick him, but shorty uh, did in the railway, and uh, yeah, it's a bit hard not to go with him. Yeah, so fair. Can you make a case for anything else in there? Um, look, real power, I guess. Yeah. That's probably it, to be honest. Yeah, fair. I don't, yeah. I don't think that. Put it simply, I don't think he's going to lose. But strange <laughs> things have happened. Well, Stranger things have happened. It's like it's Spanish Mission getting brained on the weekend. That was weird. But <laughs> anyway. Mackenzie, last time you were on this podcast, you gave out a horse that is much maligned, but you found him on a winning day with good glen in the saddle with Yonkers. So... <laughs> At about fifty to sixty to one, who's counting? Uh, I think we're still trying I'm to make not, up I'm that ground. <laughs> <laughs> Who have you got as your rough of the day this weekend? Because there's big expectations here. <laughs> right, yeah, I've um, I've got one just about as rough as you can get. I think. <laughs> um, <laughs> race nine, Packenham, number two, our mantra. Race nine, number two, our mantra. Yes. Oh, is that? She's turning around. Um, not again. <laughs> um, yeah, look, as I said with Yonkers, no more than a fiver. <laughs> but um, look how that turned out. Yeah, um, so he's, he's tackled the distance four times for two wins, one placing. Um, his third up record isn't bad. So, yeah, look. Throw it at the stumps. Throw it at the stumps. All right, so that's Packenham, race nine, number two, our mantra. What's your uh, best each way, bet of the day? Um, I've gone back to Ascot, race seven, number 10, real charisma. Okay. Um, Yeah, I think he's just got way too far back last time, but we just couldn't chase him down. But um, apart from that, uh, four wins, two placings from other six starts. So, uh, two or two, two or four hundred meters, fourteen hundred meters. So, yeah, great each way chance there. Yeah, got the right silks on as well. Grant That's lovely Williams. Yep. Alrighty. Um, so, your best each way, race seven, number ten, real charisma in Ascot. And what's your best of the day, Mott? Best of the day is Tiger Heart at Doombin, race five, number one. Um, I think it was unlikely not to win both starts of prep. Uh, with the inside draw, um, I think he can just park off speed and should handle all that ground too. So, yeah, it should be very hard to beat. Yeah, love it, love it. Um, well, geez, I've only just caught up here. This thing that you've tipped in the f- as your rough is $61. <laughs> yeah, it's a Leroy. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> So I, had to, I had to go one better. I had to go better than Yonkers, so I was looking for something outside that $6 range, and that wasn't much. <laughs> this is unbelievable. Yeah. He got beaten by 16 lengths last start. He said nothing more than yeah. $5. Yeah, and when I said last time, it loses, no one cares. The win, <laughs> genius. You're a genius. 
Well, I think you're a genius anyway. So um, definitely not going to look past this one. Going to have a fiver, as you say. Um, But thanks for coming on again here, Mackenzie. Was there anything else you wanted to say there, bro? Uh, I just want to say well done, boys. Last um, last part of the season. Been good for you. So, yeah, well done. Thanks, mate. Appreciate that. What a lovely year. Enjoy enjoy silly season now. I guess. Oh, oh, yeah, we're officially finished work for the year. Yeah, this yeah. is our full-time job. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. You get that on the big jobs. Um, yeah. All right, Mackenzie. Thanks for that, mate. Thanks, bro. All right, boys. Thanks, boys. See yeah. Uh, $61. Oh, he had to, though. What is this thing? Our mantra. He had to. I'm just having a look at it now. It's come off a big layoff, so third up could be could be Cherry Ripe, could be Kieran Mai, David Uses, Rice Stable. <laughs> that would be unbelievable. Oh, if just that came it, off. It'd be silly, silly stuff. Let's let's be completely. It honest. It really like, would. Let's be completely honest. Well, there is a Group One, believe it or not, this weekend, uh, the Kingston Town Classic, as you alluded to. Yes, eighteen hundred meters away for age. What are your thoughts? Oh, look, I think there's a thing in there that's very short orders and I think it'll be very, very hard to beat. Um, yeah, Railway Stakes was Group 1 East Coast standard, not Group 1 West Coast standard. Um, I think it'll um, do th- things on this side of the country that will uh, be impressive. I think it's your all-star mile winner. Potentially, yeah. Oh, yeah, they've done it before, yeah. um, that stable. <laughs> um, oh, look, I, I think it should win. Um Oh, it, you could probably try and make a case for Regal Power. It's it's a good horse. Um, you, you, you try and make a case for the lightly weighted filly as well, Searching Rocks um, down the bottom. Uh, she's only got fifty kegs on her back, but no, nah, look, Western Empire would it'd be a shock for him not to win. Yeah. Um, when Pikey got off, he had one of the great bed shits of all time. Uh, last time he rode Regal Power for fourth. That day on the sixth of November, I don't think he rode. Maybe he got the maybe he won the last standard, uh, <laughs> but outside of that, he didn't have anything run top three. He and he was on like two dollar pops the entire day. Yeah, right. And when he got off Regal Power, they're like, "William Bike, Regal Power," and he went butchered it and walked off. <laughs> <laughs> so he's. I think the jockey booking does tell a lot. Yeah. Western Empire is clearly the top pick. Yeah. Uh, but if he did butcher Regal Power, could be much closer than the market suggests. When this horse opened, when I was looking at it yesterday, it was double figures, Regal Power. Was it? It's come right into six bucks. Um, yeah, right. And that does affect my value play of the day because I've, I've gone exotic again. Uh, but e- anyway... Western Empire on top for me as well. Regal Power into second and Field for third. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love to see it. So um, my value play of the day, may as well get into that straight off the bat for Juicy Stakes. I have Western Empire in for first, Regal Power into second, Exactor. That's my value play of the day. Okay, gotcha. Sounds good. <laughs> um, my value play of the day, we're in Packingham. Race two, uh, number nine, sweet 16. 
Um, look, his two starts back haven't been super great um, after pretty short let off, let's be completely honest. But drops a stack of weight, stack of weight here from 59 down to 54 and a half. Gets the right draw. Um, barrier one, I think sweet 16 at 15 bucks is a good share. Here's one for you. Yeah. I believe Yulong Silks are probably the most maligned in the game. Not a massive fan. That I feel like they put a ton of dollars into the game, which is fantastic. Not a lot of bank for their buck, do they? Not a lot of winners in those Yulong Silks. Do you reckon? Yeah. Who won the um, Turak? Yulong. Cantala, sorry. Yulong January. Uh, January? Willie, Willie Chambers thing. Yeah. Was it January? Yulong Will Chambers. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. I think them and the Aussie Bloodstock Silks are not a massive fan of either, but anyway. Oh, big mug. Mugger 2 turned them around for me. Uh, He's not I, one of mine, Mugger 2. I don't mind him. He's just not one of mine. That's fine. That's fine. Um, my best each way of the day is in Doombin, if <laughs> if it goes ahead. Uh, race 7, number 2, Nick and over. Nick and over. Likes a heavy deck. Loves the slop. Loves it. Loves it. Born in it. Genuine marsh. You know, Shreve and Trigaya. Uh, yeah. He's got a pretty good horse. You know. Owns a pretty good one, I heard. Bred one. Uh, so, you know, he's the hot new, not the new thing, but he's the hot trainer in horse the world. racing in Queensland at least, other than Uncle Tony. Um, but, yeah, $5.50, you know. Not a bad field, this. The Herovian is probably a little bit short. Big H. He is a bit short. Uh, Ballistic Boy, Tambo's mate, who ran in Sydney last weekend on the quick backup and others. But I reckon Nick and Nova. Gotcha. Uh, my best each way all over the country today, boys. Um, Ascot, race five, number five. Uh, horse that you actually spoke about last week, uh, Red Can Man. I think Red Can Man was a little bit... Unlucky last start in the winter bottom. On the quick back up here, uh, small field. Um, should be able to park up on the pace. Eight dollars with laddies. Lovely. Lovely. Oh, my old mate, Vital Silver. Yeah. No, that's – I reckon that's great, Ben. Well done by you. Um, my best of the day is in race eight in Doombin, number two, Wonder Bar. Yeah, fair. Um. Loves the heavy going. This mare was only a, a length off lost and running. Yeah, it's good form. In the Hunter, I think she laps the rest here on form. Hey, we're just giving you our tips. If it doesn't win, it's not our fault. You know who I had a really good hard look at was Miami Flies. Looked at the jockey's comments on the only time she's run a heavy. Didn't handle it. She doesn't. So the old uh, black soil bloodstock silks. Yeah, great I, silks actually. Yeah, I'm does does the job. Uh, you know, as nice little silks, mugs punting. Shout out to those. Boys. Oh, how good is that? Shout out mugs. That was unreal. Did you see Mystic was, Aroma? Yeah, first ever horse to run on the synthetic track. Yeah. How good? Can't take history away. I don't no. think. <laughs> Oh, you know, and it just never looked like losing. No. One how a two dollar pop should win. Yeah. Lovely lovely work, boys, and those silks are all time. Yeah. Zingers soon. <laughs> <laughs> um Best of the Day territory. 
Um, back to Pakenham for me. Race seven in the Pakenham Cup. I'm going to back Jamie Carr to come back with a bang uh, on number eight, Smoking Romans from Aaron Eustace. She's back, Jamie Carr, um, which I think she should have been back sooner personally. But you know what? It is what it is. You do the crime, you do the time. Uh, she's got a few good runners actually this weekend at Pakenham. Um, I really like this thing, Smoking Romans, though. It's about three bucks forty with laddies. So that's my best of the day. Lovely. Good stuff. But we'll see what happens. We will. I believe we said last week we'd do a tipping comp, but in hindsight, let's not. Nah. Look, I think, you know, for what it's worth, um, Drifters, it's been a hell of a season. Um, I've enjoyed it a hell of a lot. Um, But we don't really enjoy this weekend's racing too much, do we? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like to, enough to run a tip and come. Like, come on, guys! Like, that was, we, that was a good that was a good part of this season, though. The tip it and was. Mm. Are we just going to have you know thirty entrants? Just everyone just tip and pikey each race? Is there <laughs> going to be a thirty way tie here? <laughs> yeah, we don't have. We're trying to, have to split a single hat thirty ways. No, here's a, here's a fragment of this Ladbrokes cap. No, we wouldn't dare. Nah, do that. Nah, God no. Nah, but you know what? Um, yeah, next next season, guys, we'll get back into the tipping comps. But what are your thoughts, mate? What are your thoughts on the season? Stoked? Stoked. Very, very happy. Um, humbled even. Oh, um, God, yeah. Very humbled because, yeah, we were hitting some numbers that we haven't hit before, which is amazing. Anywhere near, yeah. Um, but we have, some, we have some things in the works for next season already, yep. but we need to freshen up and then we'll be – ready and raring to go for the CF4 stakes. We'll probably do some content in between now and then. Yeah, definitely trying to get like a, an interview or two or three done. Well, we need James Healy racing on this. Yeah, come on, Heels. We've seen enough of Mink. We want to see hell. more of you. Yes. So Minky, maybe we should do a, spe- a special episode for her if she ends up racing uh, prior to the CF4. Get her on the mic. Yeah. Gotcha. Just get a carrot. <laughs> yeah. How do you reckon you're going to go this weekend, Minky? I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to shoot it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. What about you, mate? Yeah, mate, I've loved it. It's been great. I feel like, um, yeah, it's 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 just been a level up from what we did last season. I think we'll come back next season even better. There's, you know, the scope for improvement. We've been scaling up. Um, look, from a Juicy Stakes perspective, could have had a better spring. From a Group 1's <laughs> perspective, had a great spring. So, you know what? Onwards and upwards. God, yeah. If you're coming here for tips, you're you're in the wrong place. So, we'll <laughs> no. <see. laughs> no. Um, you know, we're not a David Gately, for instance. We're no, not, we're not. We're not a insert name here. No, but we just love horse racing and we, we love talking about horse racing. We and do. We'd, we'd do this if no one was listening. So, we appreciate you guys listening, Drifters. 100%. That's enough groveling from us. Thanks again, guys. We'll see you in a month, two months, however long it may be. Catches. Hooroo.